So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about, um, uh, just don't let people bother you, to be honest. So get a tea or a coffee or anything that you want. Maybe I'm being too narrow on the drinks front, but anyway, either or all. Um, right. So I woke up this morning to a, a bizarre comment on my Instagram. <laughs> I just love Instagram for this shit. And someone commented well sent me a dm about my kidney i don't know i don't know where they've read something they've read something somewhere i'm in a few magazines about it but that's about it and their comment was <laughs> i just can't with this lot i just can't i just thought oh hello what's going on here and um it was surely just yeah it was just read your kidney story surely it would make sense to give it to a family member why do you have to go and give it to a stranger <laughs> I just deleted it. I thought, okay, okay, we're good. And okay, so I need to talk about this because it's it's a flavour of person that just is too much for my head. I can't fit that size P in my brain. It's so small and so narrow that I do not have the mental capacity to downgrade myself so much to try and understand this P. I just can't make myself that small to understand that. So in the same breath, I went, you know, I, I go on this social media sort of stuff sometimes and I see people all the time go, we don't deserve dogs. <laughs> we live in a bad world. Oh, we're, we're awful. Why can't we just help each other? You know, and it's like, but then in the next breath, you're telling me I should just preserve my organs for the ones that are close to me. Or, you know, preserve my organs for a very small select of people who don't need them, you know? So it's like the stupidity sometimes, it's just beyond. So people are saying, right, I want this world, I want this world to be better, we need to help each other, if only this world was nicer, I come along and I go and help someone that I've never even met. I will never meet them. I know her name is Mandy and I know she's a mum and that is all I know. I don't even know where she is, right? And there's me saying, have my kidney, I don't, I don't need it. No one else needs it, um, have it. And then some little dick goes, oh, you should keep that for yourself and just in case someone needs it. At what point are you going to reach a point where you go, actually, no one close to me needs this. Oh, look, I haven't, I haven't saved a life. I've got my whole life not helping anybody because now I'm 95, I've realised that actually no one needs anything that I want and I haven't contributed. You know, can you see the dickhead energy in it? You know, and I see people all the time on social media going, Oh, this we don't deserve dogs. Why? I deserve a dog. I because I treat dogs great. That says more about you. And then I see people, oh, we don't deserve this world. No, we do. At your best, you're an incredible person who loves the planet, who looks after the planet, who your very own vibration in you know contributes to the planet. So again, your statement says more about you. You know, I go for these walks in the woods and um, I'm enjoying the vibration of the trees and the plants and I love how they look. I'm in a really nice, calm state. Don't underestimate that they're enjoying you too. 
Do you ever sit at a bench or a bird comes to join you or a squirrel comes to join you or a dog comes to join you or someone sits next to you and these tiny little minds of people go, oh, someone's just sat next to me, I'm so inconvenienced. They're failing to see their own worth and they're failing to see that their energy is contributing to a magnetic effect. You can even see it with people who make your life hell. My energy is so delicious that I'm a magnet to dickheads. Yeah. So it's just like, you have to think more of yourself. Like you're such an energetic, gorgeous spirit in a body. You're not trapped in a body. You chose to be in that body. No one's keeping you there. You can escape anytime. You know, you're not trapped, you know. And it's like, I just, it's beggar's belief that first someone thinks I wanna know their opinion, but thanks, thanks if it makes you feel better. And the second thing is, you think that I shouldn't help anyone because I've got to look after my own. Now then, do you not think that's the root of all evil? Do you not think that's the problem with the world is that people only look after themselves and their little clan? That's great. If your little clan is, you know, beneficial, you know, and that's great if your clan is, you know, high up on the income scale or whatever, or, you know, joyous scale or just amazing, you're going to have a brilliant life, you know, but then you don't get to share it and then you don't get to allow anyone else to enjoy it either. You're not opening your door to anyone, you know, so you've got to stretch a little bit. Be cautious by all means. Like I've said before, be cautious, tread carefully, but you're never going to have a fruitful life or an amazing life if you just help your own or help yourself. And then in the next breath, moan that the world is not providing for you. The world mirrors you, by the way. So whatever you do, the world goes, okay, we'll do the same. Yeah, it's right, little copycat. If you enjoy the woods, if you enjoy animals, if you enjoy your strolls, then you will see the best flowers and you will see things that no one else saw and you'll see beauty everywhere because it's mirroring back to you what you're feeling. So if you go, oh, I've got two kidneys, I'm not going to help anyone, just, just in case, just in case all my dead relatives might want them, right? And then, uh, yeah, I've got a bit of money and I'm keeping it, keeping it just in case, just in case someone that I don't know, you know, someone in my family that's not even alive might need it, you know? And it's just, you know, if you, if you keep yourself so guarded and ring-fenced in that way, I'm not saying go out and donate organs by any stretch of the imagination, but if you keep yourself so ring-fenced because it's like, you know, well, I've got to look after myself, you're telling the world you have scarcity. You're telling the world that you're holding on to every crumb just in case. Do you know what? My mentality is this. I have two kidneys. I don't need the other one. I'm getting old, so I'm probably not going to have kids now. I'd love children, but I need to make a decision because I really want to help someone. And I keep having this niggling little thought that I've got to do this. So I trust the universe and I trust the world that this niggling little thought that's come out of nowhere because I don't know anyone with kidney disease is telling me that I have to do this. So through honour and through pride and through dedication, I'm going to do this. And I will never know the person. I will never meet them. But... I trust the universe is trying to point me into a direction that I know nothing about. So I'm going to go and do it. So the universe needed my kidney with my DNA 
with my set of molecules to help this one person and we were a direct match. And that's all I need to know. I work with the universe, right? So I also do this, I go, you know, I am so grateful. I open up the curtains and I see nature everywhere and I see these little squirrels and lovebirds outside my window. And I am so grateful that I can just sit here and enjoy what they offer and, and they give me oxygen. Like there's no point bitching and moaning about nature. It gives you oxygen. You'd be dead without it, you know? And I have this wonderful state of mind because I extend myself and I trust that whatever comes out of me, so energy, money, like anything that I get given it back, you know? And it's like, I, I'm, I can't physically or mentally live in a world which is like, I can't get rid of a kidney because just in case I need it. Well, I clearly don't need it, you know? Like, you've got to trust that the universe will give you what you need. In the same way, this lady who's got my kidney, her name is Mandy, that's all I know, is the universe said, don't worry, Mandy, we're going to get a kidney to you. Don't worry, we don't, it's not your time yet. You need to stick around for your family and put a signal out. And then I picked up on it. So do you not think that when I need something, the universe is going to come into play? It happens every day. Sometimes I think, oh, I need this, and then it shows up, you know? And sometimes I feel a little bit tired and a little bit negative, and, you know, I get compliments. I get people dropping me DMs, and they love my work, and they love my podcasts. I don't know, for some reason. But it cheers me right up, and that's because I sent a signal out, and you guys picked up on it. How amazing is that, you know? I think you should keep everything and not hold on, not give anything and just hold on to it just in case. No, I'm sorry. No thanks. Delete. You know? Some people cannot see blessings. They cannot celebrate. They cannot celebrate the kindness. They can't read that story and go, wow, amazing. That is wonderful. And they can't see the overarching theme of it, which is people help people they don't even know we live in a kind world we live in a kind universe everything i do is for an example right it's to show you that we live in a kind world in a kind universe yes people have their garbage and people have spirits on them or whatever but generally this is a wonderful world and i am trying to show people and set examples and people have this tiny tiny pea-sized lens and they just go oh, you should have kept those you know oh i can't do that just in case you know? And it's like, you need to let your guard down and breathe in some life and expand. You know, you can't let whatever experience you've had dictate you. You're getting smaller and smaller and thicker and thicker by the sounds of things. You know? It's, it's, I have, I have no faith. It's beggar's belief that whatever I need gets met because I trust the universe. I pick up on its signals and I, offer myself, offer parts of myself, and I listen, you know? The, those woods do me justice. When I go for a walk, I come up with the most amazing, beautiful ideas. And I come up with these amazing chapters in my book. And I, when I leave the woods, I always say thank you because I went in stressed and I came out um, impressed, you know? And I think, well, thanks for that. Whatever you did to my energy, you've cleansed it. Thanks. You know? 
the world is not tiny you're tiny you're you're restricting yourself if you're listening to this going not everyone i know my audience they're actually very positive but people these keyboard warriors always have to read something amazing and piss all over it these are the kind of people that will win the lottery and lose it within a year you know i want to go back to being broke i just i don't like it i don't like it you know it's it's just nonsense you can't you're never going to have a happy life if you're going to live like that but also please if you listen to this don't surround yourself by people like that don't don't befriend people like that the world is such an amazing place i cannot tell you i should write a book on how many times i have had scrapes and something has shown up i trust it trust it like anything i trust that the right one will come at the right time and i trust that all my bills will get paid and I trust that the right clients come along. I trust everything. I trust everything. Because it's never given me a reason not to trust it. Even when I thought I lost everything and I look back and think, my God, I dodged a bullet. I didn't even dodge a bullet. I dodged an absolute rocket. But all of that had to come crashing down so that I could get on a different trajectory in a different life. So even when everything crashed down, I was like, now I know. Because, do you know, your life is a lesson. Your life, everything around you is just one giant bubble. And it's feeding back to you and feeding messages to you all the time as you're walking through, floating around. You know? But yeah, it's beggar's belief. I mean, you know, I should have kept that. Shouldn't help anyone. Don't help anyone. What are you helping people for? And then the next breath, oh, this world is so bad, no one helps me. Uh, Can you see the irony? You know? It's like homeless people, right? Whenever I see a homeless person, I always try and do anything that I can. I say, what do you need? Do you want a conversation today, a hug, money, food? What do you need? And I went to work and we were talking, this was ages ago, we were talking about homeless people. And I don't like really particularly like calling them homeless people because they're just ultimately people without a home. And it just sounds so much more, you know, warranted than homeless person. You know, these people just don't have a home for so many different reasons. And one of my colleagues, who I just couldn't stand anyway, was just saying, I don't give them anything, they only buy drugs. Where's the proof on that? They only buy alcohol. Where's the proof on that? I've never seen a pissed one. I never have. You know? And it's like, well, they've put themselves there. That's from a place of privilege. That mentality means that you have everything and all your needs are getting met. You know, but actually, are they? Because you're so worried about even giving a fiver away that you seem to be really cautious of anyone else who might need it, which tells me you're cautious of yourself when you need things. Everything is a mirror. You're telling me who you are more than anything else. You know, I think we're only three degrees away from homelessness. Anyone, even like I have really wealthy clients, right? They're up on. Ochland, so I, I forget the word up and oh I can't remember I haven't said the word in ages and I've forgotten it but they're like I can't say who but they're really up there and they have the absolute same concerns they have a lot of investments and a lot of family wealth but it will take a few bad moves and all that's gone you know and then it's like your network they could dissipate and then you lose your house we are all so vulnerable health money home 
every all of our securities are vulnerable so if you look at people in the same way which is like okay i'm in a bit of a better position as you right now so let me help i think we have a moral obligation when we're in a better position as someone else we have a moral obligation to help or fight for them you know so you don't have to give kidneys away obviously you don't have to give homeless well people without a home but a fiver but kindness and the ability to think differently than yourself and say actually they might not be a raving crackhead they might have just I, I know someone who had no home once she was a friend of mine we went to school together and she was always going around the country and she'd pop up now and again but she was homeless and I couldn't help her because I was living at home so I was only young she ended up getting kind of semi-fostered by somebody but she was abused by her dad who was a policeman really badly like it was horrible horrible and every time she tried to run away his friends would go and get her and bring her back into the abusive house he'd managed to control her whole family so no one helped her she had no family whatsoever who could help her she wasn't a raving crackhead she was abused i also know someone else who lost his home and was on the street so i used to visit him and give him as much money as i can it's really cold i used to try and get him in hostels he lost his mum she didn't have a will so then the house went the council house went and he's a young male so he's on the lowest of the low of the pecking order when it comes to housing you know these people need help they're not crackheads but I'm, I'm gonna be really honest with you how long can you last on the streets being pissed on by drunk people before someone comes along and offers you crack I think I would last one night to be honest so yes I would probably be a raving crackhead you know so you can't let a small mind and you can't judge other people because you are three degrees away from being that person you think about all your comforts and think about all your security and the people that you rely on for money for you know um, future wealth for anything anything could happen and that will fall down the collapse of dynasties is a real thing you know and dynasties can be of different sizes your own personal dynasty you know so if you're not willing to extend yourself and help other people out of nowhere then don't expect the same compliment back from the universe and the world. You cannot live this tiny little life. Well, you might need it, you might need it. Don't give away that pound to that homeless person. You might need it. The universe will not give you a pound. The universe loves kind people. Because one day you will might, well, I think one day you will or very closely be in that position. And then you will sit there and wonder why you're not being helped. You know, to answer this dickhead's question about why I haven't saved it and sitting on it, you know, for anyone who needs it, how do you know I'm not a match? It's all down to being a match, babes, you know? Just to clarify. So, if one person I match with is on death's door and she's a mom and she has a warm family, and they are all preparing to lose her. I am not gonna sit there and not do anything. I'm not. 
You need my kidney, babe, you have it. If, it can, if it's going to give you a bit more of a better life and it gives you more time with your child and your husband. And she mentioned her sister in the letter. All I got was her name was Mandy and that was it. And then a few more details. But that was it. I can't track her. I don't know who she is. But if that's what you need from me, you're going to get it, you know? And I can't stand people who just stand there and do nothing. And they know what's going on and they do nothing because they don't want to get involved. Weak, weak, terribly weak people. You know, I was um, coming out from work once, so a couple of years ago, and I was getting the train. And there was a gang of school kids and they were all beating up this girl. And, you know, I flew into that circle like Bruce Lee. And I literally, I mean, I thought I could have got stabbed and beaten up or anything. It's just, it's just my personality, right? And I thought, there's no way I can watch that happen. Like, I just can't. I'm not encouraging this behavior because you have to, it's a case by case basis and you have to measure the danger, right? But I'm of a personality where I just can't watch things happen. I have to interject. I have to fight for people who need uh, maybe it's my rising sign is in Aries. They love scrapping, right? But there's varying degrees of it. There's varying degrees of being able to help people and assist. You know, you don't have to go flying into scrappy circles with 12-year-olds, you know. But it's like, you can help. You know, if I know I can help someone, I can't sit there, I can't sleep at night. You know? And I just think, if we all did one tiny little move in the right direction if so say if there's two billion people on the planet if two billion people just extended themselves just slightly tiny tiny amount you're not putting your nose out of joint and you just give one little thing that world will be a better place so it's an individual thing because my actions have have inspired a lot of people and I, I get one person going you should have kept it no I don't no please don't go into brain research will you when you're old like don't don't offer your brain for research you won't anyway because I don't think you're a giving person I can just tell funny that you know but it's like you, you have to be willing to give something that again is your choice so, I mean, I'm extreme, obviously. I wanted to give away an organ, only because I was getting that download, I was getting that feeling. But a fiver would mean so much to someone. A smile, a bag of shopping. Just say to a person without a home, just say to them, what do you want, babes? What do you want? You know, I said to someone without a home, she was sat on the floor in Richmond, and I said to her, it's when I used to live in Richmond, um, I said to her, babe, what, what do you need today? And she said, I'm really hungry. I says, what can I get you? And she said, I really want a chicken sandwich. I says, that's absolutely fine. And it was on the run up to Christmas, it was last Christmas. So off I trotted to Tesco and I got a basket and I filled it with Christmassy things. I got her a hot drink, I got her a chicken sandwich, I got a mince pies, I got her some chocolate. And I came back and the whole thing cost me about 20 quid. And I came back and I gave her, and the smile on that woman's face, I'm gonna get upset. I knew I would, but the smile on her face was incredible. 
and you know you can walk past people like that and say oh they're crackheads she wasn't she was you could tell she'd been through the wars you know but just one thing just a little thing and it will change the world it really will but on that note i've, I've managed to make myself upset now so i'm gonna go because i'm just like it just angers me so much when you get I'm, it's not anger, you know, it's frustration because I'm like, I know the world that you're living in, your mental framework, I know it. You don't mean to be a dickhead, but your world is so small and you're so holding on to the small stuff that you're never going to live a fruitful life because you won't even give a fiver. You know, this person who said I should have kept my organ, whatever, who cares? It's not, it's not about, like, what he said in the sense of his opinion. Things like that, I'm Teflonized, they just slide off. But it's the energy behind it that upsets me. I know he lives in a world which is so small and he is surviving because he's in survival mode. He can't even separate himself and give to somebody else or understand that someone might. And I hope that he finds energy to be able to trust the universe to say, actually, yeah, we can help each other. And actually, if I just part with this fiver, then the universe will look after me. He obviously doesn't understand the world and the universe. And that's a horrible place to be mentally. That you think your needs are never going to get met. Therefore, you can't help anybody else. What a horrible prison to live in. You know, people can say what they like. These keyboard warriors, it's not the words. If you tune into them, you can see how trapped they are. And, and that upsets me more than anything because I think what a horrible life, what a horrible existence to be so trapped, you know? But will you do me a favor today? And do yourself a favor as well, just help one person, you know? Just pass it on, just pass it on. And it will bring so much joy and so much relaxation. If you're struggling with money, give away a bit of money. If you have five pounds left, give away one pound. The universe loves it when you trust it, all right? So on that note, I love you so, so much. Thank you for always being kind and nice. Thank you for always tuning in and listening. Thank you for always messaging me. I love it. And just separate yourselves. Have compassion for these people, but you don't need to be told what you need to do for your life, right? I've been told I'm crazy all the time. I'm crazy in love with the planet. That's what I am. So yeah, sod off, all right? But people will help you and the universe will help you if you help them. All right, so I love you so, so much. Mm.